Welcome back to Making Sense with Nydia. I am Nydia, your host. I'm back, y'all. I was gone for a week. I had to give myself extra time for this episode. Plus, my fiance's birthday was last weekend, and I had to plan birthday festivities because we're technically still following like quarantine guidelines. So I had to get real creative. And I didn't want to cram all the research into one week. So I extended it to two weeks and I'm so glad I did that because even right now I was like scrambling to do last minute details on my writing. So yeah, it was much needed. This episode, I know I say this about all of them, get used to it. But this episode was super fun slash exciting to do because it called for a lot of research, like I said, and I like to praise myself on being on being very open minded, and I was a little scared going in because I've always been more of a oh my god conspiracy theories shut the f up. But now I realize that people were sharing the wrong conspiracy theories with me. Uh, <laughs> just people were sharing conspiracy theories that were way too far out for to introduce to someone like me. I don't mind listening to them and making up my own my own decision, whether I believe it or whether there's some truth to it or whether it's complete bullshit. So with that being said, this episode is going, I'm going to tell you what the conspiracy is and then I'm going to give you my take on it. I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody who sh- who shared an idea with me. Um, I had asked, what are your conspiracy theories? Why do you believe in them? You know, questions, because I usually ask questions. But what you guys did was just say, hey, check this out. Or what about this? Which I appreciated because it just made me go straight into it. I didn't have like a bias going in about why you believed in it. And I made my own mind. It was really fun to do and it got really interesting so i keep saying i'm gonna get into it but i'm finally gonna get into this shit buckle in because it's a wild ride our first conspiracy theory actually revolves around trump and if you haven't caught on to my social media i am a trump hater so if you're a trump supporter and somehow you end up listening to this podcast I don't apologize for what I say, but I am giving you a fair warning. It's you're not going to be a fan. QAnon conspiracy. So the QAnon is for the far right slash extreme Trumpsters. And it is either one person or a small group of people that go by Q. And it came they came right into existence before Trump got elected. Their core values are based off of their idea that Trump was supposed to come in and free all these kids from sex trafficking, that I guess the Democratics and Democratic elites organized because only Democrats are into sex trafficking, according to Q. Uh, It's super anti-democratic, of course, uh, praises Trump and is anti-media. Uh, Their predictions are that Trump is undercover and will arrest a massive sex trafficking ring 
Another prediction that was made was that John F. Kennedy did not die in a plane crash, but faked his own death and was actually working alongside of Trump and was going to come out and be Trump's vice president. I know y'all fucking wild. And another one was that Trump was going to arrest Hillary Clinton in 2017 for her little sex trafficking ring. Oh my God. And how could I forget another assumption they made or prediction, not assumption because they predicted this, that Trump was going to unleash the secret that Hillary Clinton had John F. Kennedy killed. I know. I know. Now, of course, none of these predictions have come real, but none of the little, not prediction, but uh, conspiracy theory of Q, QAnons is that they get messages from Trump from like his little, you know, you've seen them when he tweets like a dumbass and accidentally tweets shit like when he did that cof called Fefe a tweet and they say that we laugh at them but it's actually a message to the QAnons and (laughs) when he wore a yellow tie during one of the press conferences at the beginning of the coronavirus it was actually a message to the QAnons letting them know that everything is okay we're in the clear and the coronavirus is not real of course, that is also crock of shit because we all know the coronavirus is very fucking real. That's pretty much all I wrote on this one because the rest was just so wild. It's not even worth mentioning. You can look it up. Uh, the Daily Show just did a very like small um, video on it and they tell you more about it. But my take on this is... This is a group with a similar agenda to Trump. Clearly, it was made for Trump supporters in order to get him elected or make him seem less idiotic or more like he was presidential material, which to make clear, he was never presidential material, but this would make them would make him look more presidential material. Um, But let's be real here. Trump undercover that's impossible he could not stay quiet like that or focused he would have to let us know he's the hero but let's not just focus on my opinions in a few months it will mark four years of trump presidency i know how did we get here i really don't know and none of q's predictions have become real however q supporters are known for mass rejection of facts and values so You can hit them with this shit and they're still going to tell you, just wait for it. It'll come. Honestly, to get right to the point, this is so ridiculous. Uh, I couldn't even, I did go into it with an open mind, but it was just so ridiculous, so far-fetched. And again, these are just things that aren't, have not come real. So the facts are there. It's just not worth it. But I get why this was made and I get why it's followed because we all know what real Trump supporters look for and it isn't facts. So 
thank you to Denise for making me look into that. It was fun. It was wild. And it was a crock of shit. But it was fun. Okay, our next conspiracy theory uh, is revolved around the Bilderberg group. I was given... I was giving these next two uh, by Angela, but really it was her husband, Chris. So the Bilderberg Group, I'm sure some of you have already heard, is an, is an international conference that meets once a year for a period of three days. It is, of course, invite only. Um, this is a real group with important people like political leaders and experts from different industries, like technical and you know, finance, like all those important topics. Uh, of course, the conference is strict on privacy and secrecy, which is perfect for conspiracy theories. The conspiracy theory is that these people are basically trying to rule the world, complete domination, world government, planned economy, you name it. That is the conspiracy theory. And... I did my research, I listened to podcasts, I looked at videos, I read articles, and my take is, sure, why not? Uh, there's not a lot you can find on here that is actual facts. It's just hearsay because this is a very private meeting. It's Kind of like the World Summit, but the World Summit, you can actually have reporters in, but you cannot have anything on here. It's completely secret because that encourages the members to be able to say whatever they want without repercussion. I don't know what kind of shit they're saying, but let's be real. It's probably not good. So that's why I say, sure, why not? Secret societies are like fraternities. They will benefit the members, of course, and they're filled with people that are rich and important to their field. So I don't doubt this group of politicians and experts don't have some type of control over their markets of expertise or decisions to that market. But also when powerful people meet up, I am sure they have ideas on how to take over the over the world. But with this specific group, I believe they not only have ideas, but they also have the means because, you know, they're powerful people with money. So, yes, I can see the conspiracy theory in this one for sure. I can understand it. And I think I agree with it, too. This next one also wild ride. Actually, the, the last two, this one and the next one are that's it. Wild ride. So the next one is the Bohemian Grove. Uh, the Bohemian Grove is a real place. It's a 2,700 acre campground in Monte Rio, California, aka it's by San Fran. This campground belongs to a gentleman's club called the Bohemian Club. That's really all you need to know. This shit is going to get wild because it's like a, a retreat of men running around in the, in the woods, pissing everywhere. Wild shit ahead, y'all. This club is by invitation only, of course. And 
the initiation cost is around $25,000, which that was the last report, I believe in 2016 or 2018. So I don't know if it's still 25,000, but that's what was reported back then. Members include people like Roosevelt, Cheney, Bush, Reagan, Ford, Nixon, and Hoover. So these, this is the real deal. The conspiracy theories are that this gentleman's club is responsible for the atomic bomb, new world order, child abuse, and human sacrifice. These are all the conspiracy theories revolving the Bohemian Grove and the Bohemian Club. I would like to dive into all of those conspiracy theories, but there's not enough research for me to be able to dive into all of those. So I'm going to choose the human sacrifice first because it actually revolves around paganism. Um, the reason for the paganism conspiracy theory is the fact that the club starts their getaway slash retreat with a quote unquote mock ritual where they wear capes and carry torches and recite some shit on the fire. And they even have a skeleton supposedly made out of wood. I don't know. And that's where that comes from, that paganism conspiracy theory. According to them, it's a mock ritual. And what you do need to know is that this retreat has a lot of plays in it that like almost the whole weekend revolves around plays that they've performed for each other. So they love their theatrics. So this may be a real ritual or just them living for the drama, giving you all the theatrics they can afford, which is a lot, by the way, because again, this is hearsay. Plays are costing them like $100,000. Supposedly, business talk is not allowed during the Bohemian Club retreats, but they have speeches from very important people. So, of course, the conspiracy theories revolve around this, like I stated before, like the New World Order, because they have these important political leaders, important political leaders that are giving these speeches that, of course, we don't know what they are, but... They say business is not allowed, but why are these people giving speeches? I get that. I understand that. People have protested because of the logging and the fact that they did not hire females. However, because of acts and, you know, equal rights or whatever, they lost and had to hire females, which they keep in the kitchen where they rightfully belong. Their words, not mine. Because y'all already know, I would not be saying shit like that. So that was a little background on them. You can do some research on this trash club because it is super, super interesting. And there is so much more shit to it. Like, oh my God, y'all, there was so much information on this. And so many podcasters have done podcasts on these. And there's so many YouTube videos. There's just a lot. You guys, You guys should check it out. My take on this is I couldn't find my info for the child abuse, so I really don't know what to say on that. But the rest of the conspiracy theories, I understand. It could just be the, the, 
the uh, oh my god i just said the word and now i can't say it it could just be that they're being super dramatic with this mock ritual and it could just be that it's not a mock ritual and it's an actual ritual which i mean would you really be surprised and then Yes, I don't understand how this is supposed to be a weekend where they get away and they're pissing all over the woods and they are putting on these plays, but they're having really important people come in and give this big ass speech. I can understand the New World Order conspiracy theory because of that. So this one was a really good one. Uh, again, this one was shared or given to me by Chris and... I went in deep on that one. That was that one. That one and this next one were a lot. With that, I come to my last one. Oh my god, you guys! Before I get to it, when I was doing this, I was like, "Oh, this episode is going to be so freaking long," because I had to research and write these right. And now I'm realizing it's not that long. <laughs> and I was going to include my last, my my own, but I'll get to that. But basically what I'm trying to say is I thought this was going to be longer because I was writing so much. My hand was hurting, but it's not looking like that. Okay. The last conspiracy theory was shared by Bird. And this one is, was Charles Manson? No. Charles Manson was a CIA asset. Y'all. This was a very exciting concept because what a lot of people don't know about me, honestly, I think the only people who know this is probably Krishan and my rock history teacher is that I am obsessed with the 60s. I love everything about the 60s, the music, the vibes, and just all the changes that were starting in the 60s that are very much still going on today. So with that, I tell you really quick that the Podcast Network has a really good podcast called Infamous and they go over the summer of 69. Is it called the summer of 69? I think it's called the summer of 69. But really they have a shit ton of different little podcasts all into this playlist where they go over a bunch of shit that happened in the 60s. It is so freaking good. It's so much information. You, you like listen to it, then you're like, oh my God, did, that did happen this time. You know, that was what was happening. And you're just like, fuck, it was a lot, y'all. It was so much going on. And I mean, we all got taught shit in school, but it's not even the half of it. So, anyway, if you want to deep dive into the 60s, check out that little playlist. It's called Infamous and it's like on Spotify and I'm pretty sure it's on Apple. It's everywhere. But anywho, that's why I was, she said this to me and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a deep dive because there's so much information on shit that happened in the 60s. Okay. This one though was a little hard for me to catch up on slash listen to because she, she told me it was the Joe Rogan podcast and I don't like Joe Rogan. Uh, I know everybody loves him, but I don't like him. And so I tried to listen to the podcast and I tried to watch it on YouTube. But even the guy that this 
pot that this conspiracy theory originates from was kind of all over the place in that podcast episode. So I couldn't, I couldn't listen to it. But there's a shit ton of articles, kind of break it down to you. And I went with that instead. But anyway, this idea originated from Tom O'Neill, who was a, was is a freelance journalist and he wrote a book called chaos and y'all when i tell you this guy went down a rabbit hole he went down the biggest or the deepest rabbit hole ever because this research was 20 years long 20 years that shit whoo the patience but to summarize it all what I gathered from all the small research I had to do on this is that the uh, Manson trial that, no, it's not the Manson trial, I'm sorry, that the Tate-LaBianca uh, murder trial was basically full of shit. Um, the prosecutors, the prosecutor was full of shit, technically. And really, the CIA kept Charles Manson out of jail before the Tate-LaBianca murders, and they could have prevented that. Um, or better put, by Medium.com, the established narrative about the Manson murders is wrong. So again, the Manson murders uh, focusing on the Tate-LaBianca murders, which, if you don't know what that is, I highly recommend that podcast I said, but really quick, it is the murder that Charles Manson made, quote unquote, his little cult perform on the actress Sharon Tate and her friends when they were at home. And that is basically what landed them all in jail. And according to Tom O'Neill, there was a lot of history which should have landed at least Charles Manson in jail way before the murders. Uh, so to be exact, again, the prosecutor in the Tate-LaBianca murders uh, used the motive that Charles Manson killed or had uh, these people killed because it would create the beginning of a race war that by making these killings, they were going to make it seem like the Black Panthers did it. Uh, so anyway, the prosecutor did a whole book on this, by the way. It's called Helter Skelter, which, if you don't know, Helter's, Helter Skelter is a song from the Beatles, but supposedly Charles Manson believed that Helter Skelter was based well, I keep saying basically that Helter Skelter was going to, was the Beatles or his idea or a combination of both that it was basically kind of like the end of the world or where his little cult would take over. Um, you know, cults always have that date and that was Helter Skelter. Uh, what Tom O'Neill discovered when looking into this again for 20 years is that too many times Charles and his little cult were simply let go or given their freedom when they should have been placed in jail. Charles Manson should have been in jail, but there were too many people like his parole officer that seemed to just look the other way or somehow get him out of jail. 
from going to jail, sorry. So the real question is who was keeping him free and why? And that is where the conspiracy theories start to really take form. Uh, like, was he an informant to the FBI? Better yet, was he an asset to the CIA? You guys, the, the details are insane and they're so fucking much to comb through. Oh my God. I was getting overwhelmed. Um, I could, I don't think I could read that book, honestly, but there's endless, endless of details. And I mean, could you imagine it's a 20 year research? Of course, there's a bunch of details, but I'll give you some examples of some that were just, wow. O'Neill's book mentions that he found records that Charles and his little crew visited a lab known to inject rats with psychedelics, which leads to the belief that Charles Manson was involved in some of the CIA's labs in which they, I don't know what the fuck they were creating, but they were creating a monster, I guess. There are many more details and little connections that may or may not point to this conspiracy theory. That's kind of where it originates from, uh, where I'm going to, oh, actually, you know what? Let me just tell you my take on this. Uh, my take is when I first read the title, I rolled my eyes. I was like, really? A CIA asset? Because the non-conspiracy theorist in me back then was like, get the fuck out. But after reading into this, I understand because honestly, the 60s were a wild, trippy ass ride. So I wouldn't doubt this anymore. There is speculation that Charles Manson was a CIA experiment gone wrong. And that's where that lab that I mentioned comes into play. Supposedly, Charles Manson was a CIA experiment gone wrong. Well, that's one of the conspiracy theories. And I can see that. I can understand it. Um... The prosecutor had to make a case. He had to find a motive. And Charles Manson was kind of already, you know, gone mentally. So he could have totally gone with that. And I just think at the time, the prosecutor clearly did this shit right because Charles Manson was found guilty and the motive worked, blah, blah, blah. And of course, Charles Manson was guilty. Nobody saw the fact that so many loose endings to the case, which is what Tom O'Neill basically goes over in his book. Y'all, this man really outdid himself, but there's just too much. So again, I get it. I see it. I understand it. And I definitely, definitely believe that there is way more to the Charles Manson case that we know and that was fed to us. So, um, do I believe this conspiracy theory? Yes, to a fault. Because really, Tom O'Neill makes a lot of claims. And honestly, he's a little disorganized. But overall, he claims that the prosecutor put this thing on together, knowing that there was way more to the story and... I think the prosecutor clearly did his job right, but Tom also 
was able to catch the fact that there was a lot of shit that was hidden and, you know, way more than meets the eye. And I believe both can coincide. Both can be true. Yes, Charles Manson was crazy. But was it all his doing? Maybe not. I don't know. I feel like now I can say I don't know. I don't think so. What do you guys think? Those were all my conspiracy theories. I will do a short episode on a different conspiracy theory because I didn't include two of the ones that I believe in. I thought I didn't have time, but really there was just so much research. So let me know what you think. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If I chose your conspiracy theory, I hope I did it justice. If I didn't, I'm so sorry. But this was a lot of fun. Uh, I feel like a new woman, you know? I feel like I'm ready for more conspiracy theories. I don't want to become a conspiracy theorist, but I am down to listen to your ish. Unless it's too far-fetched, don't bring it up to me. Anyway, I'll see you guys on the next podcast episode. Make sure you follow us on Spotify and make sure you let your people know about this podcast so that we can have a bigger audience slash family slash friends. I'll see you guys on the next podcast episode next week. Thank you. Bye.